0: it would seem that Muslim brothers should be natural supporters of Egypt's President Abdul Fatah al-Sisi. Sisi is a Muslim army commander ruling over a Muslim-majority country whose most citizens are proud Muslims. He is, for all intents and purposes, a modern interpretation of the caliph enacting an Islamic rule. Alas, the disagreement is political not religious. So, what does Islam say about opposing a Muslim leader? It says everything, it can either allow or disallow it depending on the method and will apply it when interpreting the texts. He who holds power decides the answer. It's ironic, and telling, that the very thing they seek is the thing they despise. The first step toward solving a problem is not finding a solution, but rather identifying and acknowledging the problem and its magnitude and implications. Because peoples of Muslim-majority countries are yet to enter the age of science and have scientific basics entrenched in the minds of those who went through basic education, they, Muslims, fail to comprehend the effect of science and technology on the passage of time. Islam did not arrive 1,400 years ago, it was delivered 14 million years ago. Consider, for example, the discovery of the cell which led us to treat diseases and understand living organisms at the cellular level, the moment Robert Hooke looked into the microscope and observed a living cell humanity progressed millions of years into the future, not just a few seconds. Islam's world is different from ours. Back then, a stronger tribe could assault a weaker one and seize its women and resources. People could own slaves. Demons and jinns were non-fictional beings. Trade took years of traveling and weathering seas and deserts. Muhammad ruled as a prophet appointed by God himself. It was a different time. Even if Islam had come with detailed political and economic systems, and it had not, they would not suit our world. It would be like trying to fix a Tesla with a toolbox from the 60s, while on opium.